Hello, everybody, and this is Best Behavior Creative Club, an original design sensory podcast production. And we're coming to you live. I am Chris <laughs> McAdoo, your host. I'm Brad Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we're coming to you live, like I said, from the Music City Center here in Nashville, Tennessee. And it's just been a blast all week. We, we have talked to so many amazing people. Amazing people. And we are joined by another amazing person, Veronica Bird from Morgan County Tourism. Yes. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Wonderful. Hey, why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself and um, what brought you to Morgan County? Okay, well, um, I'm Midwesterner by <laughs> birth. Okay. But I'm Tennessean now. I've lived here more than I've lived anywhere else in Tennessee. Okay. And I, you couldn't make me move anywhere else. I'm with a volunteer organization. We're all volunteer, mm-hmm. nonprofit. We have to raise our own funds. It's called the Morgan County Tourism Alliance. Mm-hmm. And about five years ago, they started this alliance with the event. It was called the Mountain Laurel Walks. Every year in May, the Mountain Laurel blooms in this area mm. where I'm from. Uh, Morgan County's in East Tennessee, about an hour and a half northwest of Knoxville. Yep. Near the Big South Fork area, if you're familiar. Yeah. And so that's what it started. And they just had a few tents and they had a few people. Well, last year we had our fifth Tennessee Mountain Laurel Festival, it's called now. And we had 5,000 people at it. Wow. So we're all volunteers. We do this because we love our county and because we want to help our county. When the governor took office, he talked about the 15 distressed counties. We're on that list. Okay. We we knew we were on that list before any of that happened because we live there and because we love it and we know resources are slim. But then we got to look in and we have two state parks. We've got Frozen Head State Park. We've got the Cumberland Trail that goes through Wartburg, Mm -hmm. which is a 290-some mile trail when it's almost complete. And Wartburg, Tennessee, which is the county seat of Morgan County, is the only town that trail goes through. So, you know, there's a big crowd with the Appalachian Trail where you can hike the Cumberland Trail, too. Or now we have the Sheltowie Trace, which comes from Kentucky through Rugby. And I know you spoke with Linda Jones of our Gray Gables in Rugby, Tennessee already. And she's definitely, um, she's kind of our matriarch. And she just is so full of energy. And we just love her to death. But we have all of that. We have Obed Wild and Scenic River, National Park Service, Big South Fork dips down into Morgan County in a couple areas. Plus, we have wildlife recreation in Catoosa mm-hmm. uh, for hunting, and we also have the Tennessee State Forest, Lone Mountain. So there's hundreds of miles of trails that you can hike in Morgan County. We have paddling, you can kayak, you can raft, you can rock climb with the Obed. They'll hook you up, you can climb with the ranger. They'll teach you how to climb these world-class faces. People come from all over the place. Uh, Now we also have Brushy Mountain State Penitentiary, Mm -hmm. which was acquired by private equity about five years ago, I think, and they've opened now for the second year. And that's just a huge asset to our county. So we're going places. Right. And we want everyone to know where we're at. Yeah. Because we are just kind of tucked in there in Appalachia with all this stuff around us. (laughs) And it's funny that we're behind, I think, uh, you talking to Gatlinburg, because we like to call ourselves the little sister of the Smokies. Ooh. Because we have Ooh, the like Cumberland, oh. yeah. We have the Cumberland Mountain Range. Plus, we're right on the edge of the Cumberland Plateau. Uh-huh. So you have those views like you would in Cades Cove when you're in the Plateau area, or when you're in the Cumberland Mountain, you have overlooks that you can go to the Lily Overlook at the Obed, and you can look down where the on the point where the Clear Creek and the Obed River meet, and it's just beautiful everywhere. We love it. Well, Come see us. 
<laughs> that we'll, sounds we'll like, do it. That sounds like a great <laughs> idea. Well, tell us um, a little bit about your involvement with the, the Tourism Alliance, some of the challenges that you guys face and how you are dealing with them. Okay, well, our, I would say our biggest challenge is that we are all volunteers. So Got everybody it. has their own business and their own life. Gotcha. And so we have to try to come together mm -hmm. on top of our everyday activities to bring what we do to the county and to the people that come to visit us. But we do it. We make it happen. We actually won two awards last mm -hmm. year in the middle of East Tennessee Tourism Council. First was a booklet that we did. It was the Morgan County Survival Guide. Kind of a pet project of mine because I'm a hiker, but we have an ultra trail run that comes through Frozen oh. Head State Park every year. It's called the Barkley. The Barkley Marathon, I don't know if you've heard of it. The Barkley, the most punishing yes. marathon. The Barkley Marathon. In yes. the world. It happens in Morgan County twice wow. a year. The Barkley Marathon, yeah. the big marathon, is in the spring. Yeah. Can you tell people just a little bit about the Barkley Marathon, like a little bit more, because okay. it's yeah, punishing. Sure, it is, it is. Um, <laughs> in a good way. I don't know if I should say this, but they call themselves morons for a reason. <laughs> anyway. Right. That's so funny. <laughs> That's their term. That's not mine. That's what they call them. But I created this guide for them because I was following them. And what it is was back when James Earl Ray was incarcerated at wow. Brushy Mountain State Penitentiary, he tried to escape. Well, he did escape, but the only place to go was into the mountains. And I think it was three or four days later... I may be wrong on that, that they found him. He was about dead from hypothermia, starving to death, because where are you going to go? Yeah. You're in these mountains, you know? And so now Gary Cantrell's his name. They goes by Lazarus Lake and Steve Durbin of Durbin Race Management. They put together this race where people can come and go through those mountains like James Earl Ray was trying wow. to do, and they can race this. And the big race is a 60-hour race. You have 60 hours to complete it. Um, there's the Barkley Fall Classic that's actually week after next. No, it's the 21st, three weeks from now. And that's where 500 runners come from all over the world. And that's what we put the booklet together for. And so we put all these little funny things in there for them, like sawbriars, because they end up running through sawbriars, and they'll be all cut up from it. Or they'll, um, there's feral <laughs> hogs, you know, or wild hogs in the area. We put all these little fun little tidbits of... You know, we know you're here for a reason, and we know you love it, but maybe this will help you out along the way in case you get chased by hornets, <laughs> you know, or the cute and cuddly pit vipers, things like that. You that know? could just so. be a guide just for daily living. <laughs> well, anyway, that was something we did win an award for, um, for our marketing and advertising yeah. with that, and we just do that for them. But also, our Tennessee Mountain Laurel Festival won Best Festival in the Middle East Tennessee Tourism Council, wow. and that it. was two years ago. So, you know, even though we're volunteers and we struggle, we do what we do because we love yeah, where we it's live. It's you for pride that it won that Yeah, award. and we want everyone else to see it too, you know, and being an economically distressed and hearing all week at how much tourism money brings in, mm -hmm. we're like, we're sitting on a gold mine here, right. y'all. We got to do something with this. But we already knew that, and we've been trying, and local government is getting on board with us, and we're so appreciative of that, and they let us come, and they speak, and they're starting to come to some more of our events, and it's just about getting together. We're all just right. trying to get on the same page and see what we can do. And, and what are you guys doing to help build that awareness? Well, we do a lot of our own marketing. I actually right. have a degree in communication. Oh, okay. Um, but then we also have other people that have their own personal business experiences mm -hmm. and life experiences that can bring things to them. 
I actually wanted to talk to you, Brad, a little bit about the influencer because yes. that was something that was a new term to me. Mm -hmm. We're trying to get the younger crowd. Our demographic right now runs between about 40 and 60. So we want to kind of work on the 20 to 30s a little bit. So that brings in Instagram. I've been trying to learn how to Instagram and then we're just about three of us that do our social media. Got it. So we try to use some video and we try to do some image and we're trying to use that because it's a free service. Right. And like I said, we're a nonprofit. We have to fundraise ourselves. Our budget is very small. <laughs> right. So if we don't take it. Well, there's still, there's still ways to use influencer on this because the key here is awareness. So influencers can bring a lot of different things to the table, but the number one thing influencers do no matter what campaign you're running is build awareness. They will get you impressions. People will see what they're doing because they create their own content. You don't have to worry about creating content. The influencers themselves do it. Okay. What you have to worry about is finding their passion points, what makes them excited, and then kind of suggest an itinerary to kind of show them where to go. Okay. And when you show them where to go, they'll record it and they send it to all their fans. Mm -hmm. What's even more exciting is that these influencers that we would get, they would be called micro-influencers. They're people that have not a crazy following, but enough to that it will have some sort of impact for the positive. Sure. And all of their fans are wanting to see a trail or a rock climbing or history, depending on what vertical we want to go in. Mm -hmm. Those fans are hyper-targeted to that or paranormal. Yeah, we hyper, have that too. hyper targeted that. Mm -hmm. So yeah. there's people that are just like, you know what? They wake up, they follow this paranormal person. They say, what's his content this week? And they watch his content. So that influencer is looking for more ways to create more content. And all we have to do is provide them that opportunity to do it. And you'll just keep garnering influence and content, content, content. Something right. to put on Instagram, something for people to watch. Okay. And it's Where do we find them? Well, it's, it's not easy. You have to kind of be a part of that culture. I don't know if somebody can find them on their own without having some sort of a specialist in there to help you look for them and kind of roll up their sleeves, look on YouTube, look on Instagram, find out who had the best blogs. If they have a great blog, do they have an Instagram presence? If they don't have both, they might not be impactful for your brand. The trick is finding the right person at the right time. And it just okay. takes time. It just takes somebody doing the research, Googling, mm -hmm. looking at the content, making sure their brand's safe, making sure their followers are real. Right. It, it's, it's a big ordeal. Well, and, okay, I, and I would Thank say you. you guys, the fact that you're doing it right now, the best thing that you can do tomorrow, right, yeah. is to not sell. Yes. Right? It's not about selling anything. It's about sharing experience. Mm -hmm. Well, I think I've kind of learned some of that here this week that's really important about that creating desire and yes. just building excitement and working on the feelings. You know, show the that's people it. that share our feelings how we feel. I hope you can see that we love Morgan County. You can feel that we in feel, me. We, and so I want it. other people to feel yeah. that too and mm -hmm. be like, wow, this must be a really cool place. I've never heard of it. i got to go check this out. Well, and you have opportunities as a hiker. Yeah. Share your passion. Let people understand why you, not just you as representative of Morgan County Tourism, but literally you, why do you like it? And when people can connect on a very personal level with an experience, yeah. that's when you get a relationship. And that's a relationship built on real communication. Yeah. Another way to look at it is you want your brand on Instagram, on any platform, Facebook, you want to become an influencer eventually. Your oh, brand okay. needs to be something mm -hmm. of influence. Mm -hmm but you're going to have to get help from people who already have that platform. But, and how you do that is just by creating content, just by telling stories, showing beautiful pictures and fun experiences, not from selling anything. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you both. Yeah. yeah. Communicate, connect and be real. Yep. That is our story. <laughs> hey, before Wonderful. we head out, um, what, uh, where can people learn about Morgan County? 
Okay, well, uh, you can go on our website, cmorgancountytn.com. Okay. Uh, on Facebook, Morgan County Tourism Alliance. And on Instagram, it is cmocotn, S-E-E-M-O-C-O-T-N. Yes, okay. we call ourselves MoCo, so. I like it. Yeah. All right, Veronica Bird, thank you so much. Thank you. And this, live from Music City Center in Nashville, Tennessee, has been Best Behavior Creative Club. <laughs>